I'm Lisa Popchak, and you're listening to Momfinance, for moms at every age and every stage. Being a mom is wondrous and delightful, but also at times exhausting and overwhelming and confusing and frustrating. Momfidence is a place for moms to come for encouragement, comfort, some new tools, and the confidence boost you need to be the mom you want to be. You ever feel like your kids are just going to drive you crazy because they're not listening to what you tell them to do? I think most moms have had an experience like that, and you're just feeling out of sync and like you don't have any power and they're just not listening. I noticed a group of moms the other day while I was at a park with my daughter. They were all sitting near where their kids were playing and just sharing the day, and then suddenly one of the moms yelled out, Put down that stick and don't hit your brother, okay? Of course, her son ignored her, and she rolled her eyes and said to her friend, See what I mean? He just won't listen. As they sat there, I found myself whispering a silent prayer because I saw how frustrated and exhausted this mom was. She might have been a stranger to me, but she's another mom, and that makes us comrades in arms no matter what. I was so bothered by her frustration and exhaustion and and wanting to just make it better for her in my own mind. But I ended up praying for all the way home as I turned the scene over and over again in my mind. As I prayed, it occurred to me that her son hadn't really been disobedient. He had heard a question and chosen no as his answer. Because his mom had started what was supposed to be a directive, put down the stick, but ended with okay. Okay was implying that her son could freely choose whether or not to put down the stick, with either option being fine. It just hit me like a bolt of lightning. She had completely undermined herself with the way she said what she wanted her son to do. The very next day, I was in a bookstore restroom, and I heard a mom in a couple stalls down say to her three-year-old son, Joshy, can you get ready to use the potty after Mommy? Joshy responded with a shockingly defiant, no! His poor mom was flabbergasted and began everything from negotiating with promises of ice cream to anger about his tone. And there it was again. She had meant so well, and yet she had completely undermined her authority with her child because of the way she expressed what she wanted from him. How often do we do this to ourselves as moms? Really began to think about it. And the more I thought about it, the more I realized we do it a lot. We do it every time we turn our directives into questions. Or we use phrases such as, did you hit your brother? Or did you eat that cookie before dinner? Or did you take your sister's toy? When we already know that they did it. When we use phrases like, if I have to tell you one more time, or we end with what we intend to be a command with, okay, we actually end up giving up our power without even noticing it. We're inadvertently saying to our kids, I don't really trust myself as your mother enough to teach you appropriate behavior, so I'm going to ask it in this more subtle way and really just hope you take the hint. It always comes from a well-intentioned place, don't get me wrong. 
we may want to empower our kids to come to good conclusions and good behaviors on their own with just a hint of sway from us. Or we may want to not be dictatorial and harsh the way adults have been with us in our lives. So we think we're being more gentle when we end with okay or can you get ready for this? We're starting with a question again. Can you do this? We may think we're implying a choice and that by implying that choice, we're going to avoid a ten temper tantrum from our child. But phrasing like this actually confuses our kids, leaving them to think things like, I think my mom's too weak to set a real standard here, so I don't have to reach for it. Is my mom really so dumb that she doesn't know I ate the obviously eaten cookie? Can I lie my way out of this? Or they may think they have choices they don't really have. Uh, I don't have to put down the stick. She asked me if it was okay. I can really hit my brother in the head. She didn't really say no. Both mom and child end up being out of sync with each other and getting angry with each other when we express ourselves this way. Now, understand, changing this pattern doesn't mean we have to throw out all those good intentions and begin issuing drill sergeant style orders. What we really need to do is just be more thoughtful about what it is we're trying to say so that we can be both gentle and effective with our kids at exactly the same time. Firstly, pause for a brief moment and think about what you want your child to do and how to say it with a simple directive statement. Put down the stick. Or, after I use the potty, it'll be your turn. Now, when we say this, and this point, second point is important, we need to use a firm but not a harsh tone of voice. Tone of voice changes everything when you express yourself to somebody, especially with your kid. And neither that sing-song, wishy-washy tone nor screaming will elicit compliance from your child. A tone that expresses the confidence that your directive is doable and that you trust your child to have the integrity to do it almost always yields a positive result. You may have to practice this because most of us aren't used to doing that. You can do it in front of a mirror after the kids go to bed or better yet, do some selfie videos on your phone and watch them over and over till you achieve the words and the tone, even the facial expression, that convey a kind but firm confidence to your child. Don't post them. That would be embarrassing. But get it right so that you can see you're doing it. You'll be surprised at the difference as you move along and kind of check yourself then you'll know how to do it the next time you find yourself in that situation of needing your child to do something. Three, offer choices at times and in ways that don't stress you out. As I said, many moms are really well-intentioned with the way they express themselves to their kids. They add these questions to their directives because they want their children to be able to practice making choices and thinking critically, and these are vital skills that need to be taught, but they need to be taught incrementally and at age-appropriate times over time. So 
Instead of adding it on to directives that you need to have followed by your child, choreograph these moments into your life to build these skills with your child and a time and a place that's manageable, that doesn't add stress to your life. For example, three-year-old Joshi from the bathroom can practice these skills by being given a choice between only two things and at an unrushed time. So, for example, between his blue shirt and his red shirt that his mom's laying out the evening before he has to wear them. Because at three, Joshi isn't developmentally ready to be given a choice about using the bathroom before he has to ride in the car. He doesn't understand what his body's going to need five, ten, half an hour from now. But he does need to know that his mom knows that and he can trust her to tell him what he needs to do before he gets in the car. Because you know what? Those possible accidents are more stress than mom or Joshi need in their day. Of course, at a developmental age that's appropriate, say a 15-year-old, certainly they can decide whether or not they need to use the bathroom at any given time. So look at the age of your child and what your real expectation should be and then express them calmly, but firmly, and in a non-negotiating kind of voice. Four, as often as possible, address your child by name and maintain eye contact while making a clear, directive statement. This will increase the chances that your child is actually tuning into your message. If you're not sure they are, then ask them to repeat it back to you. If they can't, then maintain that eye contact and tell them to listen so they can repeat back what you said and be able to do the task. Doing that lets the child know that you think it's important enough to stop and make, maintain that eye contact. And it gives them a chance to really process it rather than be distracted by the five billion other things that are running through their head. When we do this, we're upping our chances of actually getting the compliance we need from our kids. We're helping ourselves feel more empowered as moms, which is really important to know so that we don't have to lose our minds trying to get our authority back, and gives us a sense of peace and synchronicity between us and our kids. Now, no parent is going to do this perfectly 100% of the time, but with a bit of practicing these simple steps, we can significantly take down our stress level and help our children cooperate with us more often. You know what? That's a pretty good day. Thanks for joining me today for this Momfidence Moment. If you want more encouragement, come on over to momfidence.org for the blog and other confidence-boosting resources.